I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of The Truth of the Matter. I'm your host, Mike Gilbert. In today's episode, we're going to be getting into who are the Israelites of the Bible. In episode one, I told you not to be confused with Israeli people and Israelites of the Bible. So without further ado, we're going to humble ourselves. We're going to thank the Most High for everything that he's done for us. We're going to ask for repentance of our sins. We're going to repent of our sins and ask for forgiveness. And we're going to come before him with meekness of heart. And we're going to get into this truth. Now first, you can do a quick Google search for Israeli people. What you'll find is Israelis are the citizens or permanent residents of the state of Israel, a multicultural state populated by people of different ethnic backgrounds. The largest ethnic groups in Israel are Jews followed by Arabs and other minorities. So Israelis are permanent are, are, are citizens or permanent residents of the state of Israel. And if any anyone knows anything about the state of Israel, then you'll know, and you can do this by also another quick Google search, that Israel did not become a nation or a, a, a the state of Israel until 1948. If you go to State of Israel on Google, you will find that it was founded May 14, 1948. Capital, Jerusalem. And 1948 is when the State of Israel was formed via something known as the Balfour Declaration. B-A-L-F-O-U-R declaration this is what it says the Balfour Declaration was a public statement issued by the British government in 1917 during the First World War announcing support for the establishment of a national home for Jewish people in Palestine then an Ottoman region with a small minority Jewish population sorry I'm outside you know it is what it is. We're not going to let that deter us. Okay. So the Balfour Declaration was a public statement issued by the British government in 1917 announcing support for the establishment of a national home for the Jewish people. Now, I encourage everyone, always do your own research. Okay. Get into this Balfour Declaration and you'll find out who these Israeli people are. Or who, who, who these Jews, the Israeli Jews are, okay? But these are not Israelites of the Bible. And that's what we're here to discuss. Who are the Israelites of the Bible? In episode one, I gave you some, uh, some examples of some Israelites. Okay? We got into Moses was an Israelite. His, his brother Aaron was an Israelite. Okay? David was an Israelite. Was Abraham an Israelite? 
The answer to that question is no. Abraham was not an Israelite. But we're going to get into that. So there are Israelites of the Bible, and I want the question to be answered today is, who are the Israelite people today? Who are the Israelite people today? We have to remember that the book we're reading isn't just some fairy tale book with meaningless with meaningless stories and and feel good proverbs. This is a book of history, this is a book of a covenant, this is a book of the future. We got in episode 1 who the book belonged to and who wrote it. Okay, we know that this isn't a book that was written by the Christian church. This isn't a book that was written by the white man so-called. This is a book that was for Hebrews, for Israelites, by Israelites, to Israelites. Okay, so let's get into who they are. I hope everyone has their Bible. If you don't, it would be beneficial for you to get one. Luckily, we're in 2021, and you can download a Bible off the App Store if you have a smartphone. But in the book, the first place we are going to go to is Genesis 10. Genesis 10. Genesis chapter 10, also known as the Table of Nations. When you're reading this book, you need to understand that there are nations mentioned in the Bible, people mentioned in the Bible, cities mentioned in the Bible, events mentioned in the Bible, and these things are all relevant to us today. They were relevant back then, and they were and they are relevant today. We know that his, his word is never changing, never ending, okay? It was relevant then, and it's relevant today. So let's get into who the Israelites are. We go to Genesis chapter 10. <laughs> and in verse 1, we see, Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood. If you don't know about what the flood is, um, like I said, do your own research. If you don't know what about the flood, do your own research. If you think it didn't happen, I can't help you. Okay. So we're looking at the generations of the sons of Noah, who are Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The sons of Japheth are Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and, and Tyrus. Okay, the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, Rifath, Togarmah, the sons of Javan, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, Dodanim. Okay, verse 5, by these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families and their nations. I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to say don't let anyone tell you that there's no difference between Jew or Gentile. I'm going to stop you right there. It's an important distinction, and it needs to be made. And like I said earlier, it's relevant then. It's relevant today. It'll be relevant in the future, I promise you. 
Genesis 10 verse 5, by these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after their families and their nations. Then it's going to get into the sons of Ham, who are Cush, Mitzrayim, Put, and Canaan. These are the sons of Ham. Cush, Mitzrayim, Put, and Canaan. We're going to go down into verse 20, where it says, These are the sons of Ham after their families, after their tongues, and their countries, and their nations. You can read that, you can read that who those sons of Ham are. And I'm going to do a quick pause right here. And I want to encourage everyone, if you don't have it already, if you're not familiar, get yourselves a copy of the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. I'm gonna leave a uh, some a description of it in the in the description of the video of the podcast. And the Zondervan Compact Bible Dictionary. When we go to Ham, as in the son of uh, a son of Noah who was born after the flood. On page two thirteen of the Zondervan's Bible Dictionary, it says Ham. As in perhaps hot, because if you don't don't know, Ham occupied Africa, populated Africa. Okay. Ham populated Africa. Ham, his sons and their sons populated Africa. And what it says for Ham in the Zondervan Compact Dictionary is the youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood. And one of eight persons to live through the flood. He became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes, but the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites. His indecency when his father lay drunken brought a curse upon Canaan. Okay, that's what the description is given for him. He became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes. Not the Negroes is what it says. Now I'm going to pin that right there and you you, you piece what, what you think that might mean. But we're going to go into Noah's next son, Shem. Shem is where we get the term Semitic. Anti-Semitic, you hear that term thrown around a lot. Oh, he, oh, they're, that's anti-Semitism. Okay, that comes from the term Shem, or the or the name Shem. In Genesis ten, verse twenty-one, unto Shem also the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder. Even to him were children born. The children of Shem, Elam. Asher, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram, the children of Aram, Uz, Hul, Gether, Mash, Arphaxad begot Salah, Salah begot Eber, and unto Eber were born two sons. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days was the earth divided. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan begot Almodad, Shelef, Hazar Mavet, and Jerah. Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obal, Abimael, Sheba, a lot of sons. Okay. 
These are the sons of Shem. Now I want you to stop there. It says Salah begot Eber, but we don't we haven't gotten into who Eber begot. Okay? We haven't gotten into who Eber begot. Right? That's the line of, of Shem. So there is multiple families of Semitic people. Just because one of the one of the Israeli Jews says he's there or some something is anti-Semitic. There's a there's a big group of Semitic people, okay. And in uh in the next video we'll probably or in the next podcast, excuse me, we'll probably get into that also. We're gonna get into who Israel is today, and we're gonna get into who the other nations are also in the next video. So we're going to go into Eber, who begot Peleg. Okay, Peleg, after he lived, begat Ru. This is in Genesis 11. Ru lived and begat Siru. Okay, now you're going to... You, what you can do is you can follow this down, okay, and this is a lineage. This is a lineage. This isn't a casual read. This is a lineage, okay? This is history. Genesis 11, verse 26, we're going to see, and, and Terah lived 70 years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And this is the Abram. This is Abraham, who, who, who the Most High changed his name to, okay? A descendant of Shem, not of Ham. And we know Abraham is the father of the Abrahamic religions, right? Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Right? Abrahamic religions. We're worried about Israel. We'll get into all of that. The truth is going to come out. Believe you me, the truth will come out. We're going to get into all that. But today we're going to get into Israel and Israelites. Okay? Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his nativity in Ur of the Chaldees. Abraham, or, or excuse me, Abram and Nahor took them wives. Abram's wife was Sarai. Sarai was barren, had no child. This is Genesis 11. And the days of Terah were 205, and Terah died in Haran, okay? Going to Gen Genesis 12, now we see from the line of Shem in verse 1, we see, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. The Most High plucked Abram from, his, from the land of his folks, okay? He plucked Abram from the land of his people, and he said... Stick with me. I'm going to bless you and and I'm going to make a great nation of you. OK. Abraham is the father of many nations, many nations. OK. Getting into more into the lineage. We're going to go. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead a little bit into Genesis 15 
Genesis 15 and verse 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he shall he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Okay. So what we see is Abraham and God forming a covenant together. Forming a covenant together. Okay, in verse 18, that covenant is established. In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed I have given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Now we know that Sarah's wife was bare, had no children. Now check this out. Genesis 16, verse 1, we see that Sarah had a handmaid, an Egyptian handmaid whose name was Hagar. Sarah has said unto Abraham, Behold, the Lord hath restraineth me from bearing, going unto my maid. It may be that I obtain children through her. We know that this is how Ishmael came about. We know this is how Ishmael came about, okay? Ishmael was a result of Abraham and an Egyptian, Hagar, right? Ishmael is the father of of many races, many, uh, excuse me, many nations also. But he is not who the Lord established his covenant with. He is not the one who the Most High established his covenant with, okay? Genesis 17, verse 4, we see that the Lord says... As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name be any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, I will make nations of thee. I will establish my covenant between thee and thy seed after thee in their generations. Okay, so is that in Ishmael? He established that with Ishmael, right? He, he established that covenant with Ishmael. And we get into, uh, in Genesis 17, we get into the covenant of circumcision. When we do a history lesson, I'm going to get into circumcision. But circumcision was a literal, visual representation of the covenant between his people and, and, and the, rest of, the rest of the people. It says Abraham was 90 years old, 99 years old when he was circumcised. Ishmael, he said, was 13 years old when he was circumcised. And he was keeping with that covenant to circumcise everyone in his household. That doesn't mean that Ishmael being circumcised was part of the covenant of, 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 was part of the next covenant that we're going to get into. Abraham was keeping the covenant by circumcising him. Okay. Now we're going to get into this. We know uh, that Abraham eventually, Abraham and Sarah eventually become pregnant with Isaac. Right? Amen. 
Abraham and Sarah have Isaac. And we know the story, right? The, the Lord wants wants Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, but then he stops him in the nick of time, right? We know we know this. Okay. Now in Genesis twenty. Genesis 20. Is this where I want to go? This may not be where I want to go. I'm trying to get into I'm trying to get into into Israel. Okay, yeah, we're gonna to go to Genesis 21. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac being eight days old as God had commanded him. Right? Now we know that Isaac was the one that the Most High would establish his covenant through. It would be Abraham to his son Isaac, Isaac to his son Jacob, right? It wasn't Abraham to Ishmael and Ishmael to his sons. And it wasn't Abraham to Isaac and Isaac to Esau. Okay, there's a reason for all of this. There's a reason for all of this, okay? So we know directly from the line of Noah to Shem, Going all the way down to Eber, getting to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. Now we're going to get into the other nations and all of that, but we're following Israel, right? So when Israel, when 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 Isaac had Jacob, remember he had Jacob and Esau. There was two, there was two nations in 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 Rebekah's womb. There were two nations in Rebecca's womb. Okay. Now, what we're going to get into here is the relationship of the of the father and the son and the and the and the and the blessing. I'll get into more of that in another lesson on specifically Jacob and Esau. But we know that Jacob, air quote, air quote, stole Esau's blessing. We know from the truth, from what the word says, is that Esau sold his blessing for the for the lentil pottage. We, we know that. We know that he despised his blessing and he sold it. Okay. And there's no way getting around that. Now, after Isaac, after Jacob, we know that Jacob had 12 sons. 12 sons who would eventually become the patriarchs of the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay. The 12 tribes of Israel. It's really easy to, to, to track who these people are, okay? It's very easy to do this, but it's something that no one is doing. 
It's something that no one is doing. People aren't studying the book. People are reading the book to, to get a good word or to feel good or whatever they're doing. But this is this is history and this is truth, knowledge, power, all right here. Heritage, all right here. Jacob had 12 sons. Okay. And we're going to get into that right now. Genesis 30. Let's let Let's let's go ahead and get into it. Verse 5, and Jacob bare a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. Jacob bare a second son. Called his name Naphtali. Jacob bore another son. His name was Gad. Jacob bore another son. His name was Asher. Jacob bore another son. And his name was Issachar. Another son was born. Zebulon. They had a daughter named Dinah. Another son was born. Another son was born, uh, Judah. Another son was born, Levi. And another son was born, uh, Joseph. Also, Benjamin, excuse me, and Reuben. Also Benjamin and Reuben. I may have missed I may have missed some of those uh, accounts, but those are the twelve the twelve tribes. Okay, and we we, we can get into uh, we can get into more about each one of them at a different date. But those make up the progenitors and the patriarchs of the twelve tribes of Israel. We know that they sold the youngest Joseph into slavery. We know this, right? We know that there was a famine and they were to go into Egypt. Joseph had prepared for them for the famine, all this stuff, okay? When we came out of Egypt, when we, excuse me, when we went into Egypt, rather, we were a small number, okay? There was Joseph, there was the 12 patriarchs, there was Jacob, and there was their servants and handmaids, and maybe some of their children, and that was it. When we left out of Egypt, a, a great mixed multitude after the Exodus, we were some 600,000 men, not women, but men. And then you had women and children. Okay? as well as a mixed multitude of Egyptians and, 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 and other people who, who, who came with us. At that time, did we wander through the wilderness for 40 years? We wandered the desert for 40 years, we know that, before we could enter into the land of the Canaanites and take it. Okay, but coming out of Egypt, and before we went into Canaan, something happened and we were given the law of the covenant. 
We were given the laws of the covenant, not just Ten Commandments. Don't let anybody tell you it was just Ten Commandments because they obviously haven't read the book. But what you can do is you can go and read this book. The truth is all right there. But the Israelites were given these were given these commandments. And there's blessings and there's curses. For obedience, for disobedience. What I'm about to read now is Deuteronomy 32. And this is our history. What I'm about to read. This is our history. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. Remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, and when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. For the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob is the lot of his interiors. Those are Israelites. We are his people. He found him in a desert, in the waste, howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. As an eagle stirreth up her nest, fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings. So the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. He made him ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of the fields. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock and oil out of the flinty rock. Butter of kine, milk of sheep with fat of lambs, rams of the breed of Bashan, goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat. And thou didst drink the pure blood of the grape. But Jeshurun waxed fat and kicked. Thou art waxen fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation, which we have done. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations. They provoked him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God. The gods whom they knew not, to new gods they came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. Of the rock they begat thee, thou art unmindful. Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful, hast forgotten God that formed thee. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them, because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. For they are a very froward generation, children in whom is no faith. They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not a God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities, and I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. For a fire is kindled in my anger, and shall burn into the lowest hell, and shall consume the earth with her increase, and set on fire the foundations of the mountains. I will heap mischiefs upon them, I will spend my arrows upon them. They shall be burnt with hunger, and devoured with burning heat, and with bitter destruction. I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them, with the poison of serpents of the dust. The sword without and terror within shall destroy both the young man and the virgin, the suckling also with the man of gray hairs. I said I would scatter them into corners. I would make them the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Were it not that I feared the wrath of the enemy, lest their adversaries should, have behave, should behave themselves strangely, and lest they should say, Our hand is high, and the Lord hath not done this. 
for they are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. Oh, that they are wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. How should one chase a thousand, and two put ten thousand to flight, except their rock had sold them, and the Lord had shut them up? For their rock is not as our rock, even as our enemies themselves being judges. For their vine is the vine of Sodom in the fields of Gomorrah, their grapes are grapes of gall, their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of dragons, and the cruel venom of asps. Is not this laid up in store with me, and sealed up among my treasures? To me belongeth vengeance and recompense, their foot shall slide in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things that shall come upon them make haste. For the Lord shall judge his people, and repent himself for his servants, when he seeth that their power is gone, and there is none shut up or left. And he shall say, Where are their gods, their rock in whom they trusted, which did eat the fat of their sacrifices, and drank the wine of their drink offering? I let them rise up and help you and be your protection. Okay, this is this is a prophecy that 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 Moses was speaking over the people over the children of Israel. When you dive into this word, when you start figuring out who the children of Israel are, you realize that they go through curse after curse after curse. Captivity after captivity. Calamity after calamity. For what? For forsaking the laws of the Most High. For worshiping false idols. For... for For, for for foolishness, for literally abandoning the God who created us and, and brought us out of Egypt. When you look at who the Israelites are, the Israelites were the original Jews. The term Jew used to be synonymous with 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 a uh, with a, a Jew from Judea or a, a, an Israelite from Judea. That's where the term Jew comes from. Then the term shifted from meaning an Israelite to meaning a, a, an inhabitant of the land of Judea, someone who lived there. So not so you didn't have to be an Israelite to be a Jew. It now just meant that you lived in that land, that you were from Judea, that you lived in Judea. Now the term means someone who adheres to the laws of Moses, things of that nature. Okay, but the original Jew was Israel, was an Israelite from the tribe of Judah, the kingly tribe, the same tribe that our Lord and Savior came from. The same tribe that has been scattered through the four corners of the earth via Jewish diaspora, via transatlantic slave trade. Look it up. The Israelite people are not a people who have vanished off the face of the earth. And I can prove that to you through the scriptures. The Israelite people will never be gone from the face of the earth. 
Don't let anyone tell you, oh, that was just, those were just Bible people. Okay? Don't let anyone tell you that. Okay? Don't let anyone tell you that. What people don't know, they shouldn't speak on. But yet a lot of people speak on what they don't know. Okay? Run everything against the word of the Most High. That's why everything that I say, I'm going to provide scripture for. I'm searching for the scripture right now as we speak. Okay. All right, we got it right here in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 35. Thus saith the Lord, which giveth the sun for light by day, and the ordinance of the moon, and the stars for light by night, which divideth the sea when the waves thereof roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. This is what he says. If those ordinances depart from before me, saith the Lord, then the seed of Israel shall also cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus saith the Lord, if heaven can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all they have done. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the city shall be built to the Lord from the tower of Hanail unto the gate of the corner. And the measuring line shall go forth against, forth over against it upon the hill Garib, and shall compass about to go. Okay. The nation of Israel is not going anywhere, and this is not the Israelis who are in the land, who are in the state of Israel today. I, okay. God's people have been scattered over the face of the earth for their transgressions, but he will bring us back. The Israelites have been exiled, dispersed, sold into slavery, all over the face of, of the known earth, okay? All over the face of the known earth. Look into the Jewish diaspora. Look into the black Jews of Spain and Portugal. Look into the to, to the black Jews of Scotland. Israel has been everywhere. Israelites have been everywhere. We've been sold into slavery by the Greeks, Syrians, Romans, Persians, Arabs, Africans. The Israelite people will not be will not cease from being a people, from being a nation. Ever. So as we close out this lesson, what, we're, what, what I want everyone to understand is that this isn't a book for, for the past. This isn't a book, oh, I'm going to crack it open. Ooh, this, this sounds good. I love John 3.16. Okay. This is a book that has meaning, that has power, that has history. And it needs to be treated as such. It needs to be reverenced as such. This was a book of a covenant. This was a book of law. This was a book of power. This was never a book meant to be thrown about in the church. Meant to be thrashed in your face by Gentiles. 
And in episode three, we're going to get into Gentiles. I see, see today, see, see, we got into who the Israelites were today. We know who they are. They're God's chosen people. We got into who they are and their lineage today. We're going to get into who the other nations are in episode three. With the Most High's will, we're going to get into who the other nations are in episode three. And I pray that everyone will do your own research. Do your own research. I can't stress it enough. Get to the truth of the matter. Don't sit there and take anything that anybody gives you at face value. I don't care if he has a PhD. I don't care if he's a homeless man off the street. You are to be no respecter of persons. Wisdom doesn't come from a PhD. Wisdom comes from fearing the Lord. Wisdom doesn't come from a four-year college degree. Wisdom doesn't come from street smarts. Wisdom doesn't come from old age. Wisdom comes from fearing the Lord and keeping his commandments. As we get into who these other nations are, it's imperative that we that we study this word and show ourselves approved. Knowing who you are is important. Knowing who your enemies are is important. And yes, I said enemies. In 2021, it's all about inclusion. It's all about friendship. It's all about loving everyone. And I, I, you can love your enemies, but you have to understand they're your enemies. It's one thing to love. It's one thing to love a rabbit because it's a rabbit. But it's another thing to love a rabbit and it's actually a snake and it's not a rabbit. It's okay to love the snake, but know that it's a snake. All praises to the Most High for His wisdom, for His knowledge, for His, for His mercy, for His grace, for His truth, for His word. All praises that He bestows His understanding upon those who seek His face, seek after His truth with diligence and in meekness of heart. That's why the first thing I ask for us to do is to humble ourselves before our God, who created the waters and the dry land. And created everything from them. Created man. We need to humble ourselves. And we need to understand his word. To the fullest extent. To the fullest extent. We need to overstand his word. And that's what I'm here to help do. Through the most high's will. Through the most high's power. I will be putting an episode out every day. Putting some truth more and more truth out onto the airwaves. Whoever picks them up will pick them up. Whoever listens will listen. But I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna put it out there, and the Most High will do what He does with it. Your homework today is to ask yourself, who are you? Are you an Israelite of the Bible? Are you a Gentile of the Bible? Do you know? Do you even care to know? Why should you know? Man, it's important. If you don't know who you are, then I can tell you you're anybody. If you don't know who your enemy is, then your enemy can tell you he's anybody. Don't be fooled, man. Don't be deceived. There's a lot of deception going on. There's a lot of false doctrine going on. But we're breaking this word down. Don't be deceived by Christianity, 
don't be deceived by Catholicism. Don't be deceived by 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 any person. Study to show yourself approved. Study to show yourself approved. Don't take anything at face value. Seek out the truth no matter how long it takes you because it's going to take you some time. But those who want to will do it. Those who who are fine being deceived won't. I hope this provokes some thought for you. I hope that you got an understanding of who the Israelite people are and that they will always be a nation. They're not going anywhere. This next episode, we're going to get into who these other nations are and we're going to get to the truth of the matter. Thank you, everyone. Y'all have a good rest of the day.